Sunny 16 presents Hello and welcome to another episode of Sunny 16 presents. My name's John Michael and in this show I will be talking about my experiences doing a model shoot using only analog equipment and methods. I got into photography a few years ago in 2016, and basically from the beginning started shooting digital and analog side by side. When I'm working with a model, I usually shoot mostly digital, and then a few frames or rolls of film. I've gotten to the point where I thought it would be fun to try doing a shoot only using film, and see how it differs from my experience of mixing film and digital together. I reached out to a model that I've worked with before a couple times, and that I knew spoke English, and asked if she would be interested in taking part in this little experiment, and also recording her thoughts and experience. And so that's what you're about to hear. It will be a mix of my recording before, during, and after, filling in kind of the details of what's happening, and then my conversations with Jennifer before the shoot, directly after, and then about a week later when she sees the final prints on paper for the first time. I try to keep all of the technical things to a minimum and focus on the experience itself, but there are some details about cameras and developers and that sort of thing mixed in as well. I hope you'll find this educational, inspirational, or at the very least entertaining. So, enjoy! It's the day before my shoot with Jennifer, and I've been thinking about and picking cameras to take along. I say cameras, of course, because none of us would go with just one camera. That would be madness. So I've decided on four cameras that I'm going to take along for the shoot. I've picked two 35mm cameras and two medium format cameras. So I want to go through and talk a little bit about why I picked these particular cameras and what I think their strengths and weaknesses will be and how I expect I will use them during the shoot. So the first camera is the Canon A1, uh, FD mount, 35mm Canon camera. I only have two nice lenses for it. One is the 50mm 1.4 and then I have a 100mm 2.8 which is quite nice for portraits. But uh, in aperture priority, it's really uh, quick and easy to use, and that might be nice for when we're out and about to just take some kind of snapshots without having to meter too carefully with the external meter and just let the camera take care of the exposure. So the next camera I have here is the Pentax Spotmatic F, 35 millimeter. Also has a built-in light meter, and this was the first uh, camera to include uh, open aperture metering. But I don't really trust a light meter in this one, and it's uh, fully manual anyways, so it's a match needle system. Um, so I probably won't use the light meter in it, but it is there kind of as a backup just in case. The big advantage for me with this camera is the selection of lenses. I've got quite a few M42 mount lenses, um, some from Pentax and some from other manufacturers. <laughs> So that'll give me quite a range of focal lengths. If I need anything, that should cover me. So my next camera is the giant and heavy Pentax 6.7. Ah, what can I say about this camera? Big negatives, 6x7, beautiful. 
I've got three lenses for it. I've got the 105 2.4 that everybody raves about. I've got the 135 macro and I've got a 200 millimeter lens. Um, I do have the prism uh, finder on this one with the light meter, which does work, but like the Spotmatic, I don't particularly trust it. So I'm probably going to be metering externally anyways. The limiting factor of these three cameras is that they all have focal plane shutters, which is not the greatest for flash sync. The Canon and the Spotmatic have a 60th of a second flash sync speed. And I think with the 6.7, it's a 30th of a second. Um, might also be a 60th, but I've never really used that one with flash. So I'm probably going to use that one for outdoor shooting. And then I will use my fourth camera, which is the Hasselblad 500CM. That has a leaf shutter, and I will probably use that in studio for the flash photography. Um, yeah, so my name is actually Jennifer, but you can just call me Jenny. And I'm 24 years old, but I'm going to turn 25 next month. <laughs> I'm a student at the University of Erfurt, and I study primary school education. But besides that, um, I have a huge passion for modeling and for acting and for just anything in front of the camera, actually. And yeah, I think I'm a quite like a fun person. And uh, <laughs> yeah. I really like to work with you. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's great. We did we did two shoots before. We did one here in the studio, and then the other one was also pretty spontaneous because the puppies were blooming, and I just <laughs> wrote, and I was like, there's really beautiful puppies. Let's go out in the field and take pictures early in the morning. <laughs> I think also, like, I love spontaneous ideas because usually they turn out best, and it's, like, like not, not pre-planned, of course, and I think that day I was super happy because I could finally get out of my room and get out mm. of my house and just have an amazing day, and, yeah, the location was, was stunning. Like, yeah. yeah. That worked out well. So what uh, what got you into modeling to begin with? Oh, that's a good question. Actually, I think like when I was a child already and I would always watch these, you know, sometimes in the city you have these small events for like city concerts or whatever and you see some uh, modelings on uh, modelings <laughs> you see some <laughs> models on the catwalk and I always told my would tell my parents that I want to become a model, mm. but then I kind of like forgot about the dream and I was more interested in teaching. But after some time um uh, I don't really know. I think through my best friend, Vinona, she started, yeah, you know her. Know her yeah. <laughs> um, she started these uh, TFP shootings, time for print shootings with uh, different photographers in Erfurt. And during that time, I thought, why don't I just do the same in India? Because I was living in India uh, during that time. And it was, yeah, it was so much fun. And then I thought, why not? But yeah, I think also just uh, as I told. <laughs> oh God, oh, focus, okay. yeah, And also, when I was in eighth grade, like I, I did an internship, um, like I had a photography internship, and a really good friend of mine who's a really big photographer currently, he actually also wanted to practice a bit. So he was always asked me like, "Hey Jenny, you want to do a photo shoot?" Mm. And I think I was fifteen, maybe around that time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, TFP really got me into modeling more. <laughs> when when somebody like me, the first time I just kind of wrote out of the blue and said, hey, uh, <laughs> I like your pictures. What do you think about um, doing a shoot together? What What is kind of your first impression or what, what makes you, gives you the impression, oh, yeah, that would be something I would like to do or, nah, I think I keep my distance. 
I think it totally depends on how the person approaches me. Or of course, first I have a look at the, the work they have done previously. And of course, as I knew you before from my best friend and I, and she told me like, yes, he's, he's amazing. Like <laughs> I love the photo shows. He's so creative and, and he's so flexible. Like if I have a new idea, we like just combine our ideas. Mm. So I really like that. And, um, and I think you also asked me, like, do you have any ideas? Mm. Like, just let me know. And I thought, yes, okay, this, that. And then, yeah, we just made it happen. And I think that's, that's beautiful. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's always important to me to kind of include the ideas from both people. Yeah. It's, I think photography can have the reputation, especially when you have a male photographer and a female model that you get yeah. this kind of stereotype of, okay, he says what's going to happen and it's his idea. And I, I find it a pity because there's so many great ideas that have come out of the collaboration That's and you get true. you get more ideas and more brains thinking about things and and um, that's how creative processes work right yeah. it's just just an exchange but yeah i i never had like had such a feeling no never had any bad experiences no. in general like no i don't i don't think so luckily that's good, that's good. yeah <laughs> yeah that's good um and so I presented this idea of doing an analog photo shoot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what, um, we've talked about it a bit now, but what was kind of your, what do you know about it? Or what is your impression when somebody says, we want to shoot film? What does that mean? I think for me personally, it always puts a lot of pressure on me. <laughs> I mean, I already feel, I mean, usually much pressurized because I feel like I don't want to disappoint the photographer because, of course, that person is also investing time and that person is usually very professional, more professional than I am, am when it comes to modeling. And then when it's an analog photo shoot or when it comes to an analog photo shoot, you really have to like, um, you know, your face has to be, has to be, has to be, has to be. <laughs> <laughs> has to look good. Like your posture has, has to look good and um, you don't have... What am I saying? One second. I just think about what, what I want to say. I don't even know how to say it in German. <laughs> There's so much on my mind. Yeah. Um, have you done, have you done many uh, photo shoots or have, have you had many pictures taken of you on film? No, or I was don't just think the few so. that I took. Yeah. Just the few that you took. That okay. was the first time actually I got my first time experience, but I was not that much, um, insecure about it because we had already taken so many digital pictures mm. which made me feel like a bit calm okay we already have so many pictures so even mm. if these these ones don't turn out that well it's mm. fine like there are still some left and he doesn't pay so much money for the film yeah. <laughs> and that i'm gonna waste if i don't perform properly yeah i think that's my biggest fear sometimes that i i cannot react immediately or like have that perfect face in that mm. very moment which is necessary when you have an analog photo shooting mm. that's what i wanted to say <laughs> very well phrased yeah um i think that's it's interesting because it's a similar pressure for me oh you know? <laughs> nice um, it's it's also thinking about every frame am i forgetting anything are the settings correct you know is the light going to be good and it's it's always kind of the question Am I picking the right moment? Mm. Is it, um, you know, and then if I, if I blow this roll of film or if I mess up the development or something, then they're gone. <laughs> and, um, and you have all the work yeah. afterwards. You know, with the work, I don't, it's different work. But if I spend two hours retouching a digital image or if mm. I spend two hours developing and printing film, true, I think it's not, it's not more work. 
I it's never just thought different of it work. that way. Yeah. So I know a lot of people actually shoot film because they have less post-processing work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they say, okay, I've got 36 pictures. And that's it. And that's it. Yeah. And then I don't have to do any Photoshop work on them. So that's done. And, you know, True. I just develop them and scan them or print them. And then it's done. So I, th I think as I like already told you that that analog, I mean, shoots or film shoots are more of quality work for me mm. because I feel that the model, of course, has to focus harder on what she, he or she is doing and the photographer as well. It would be so interesting to see a study um, how well digital photo shoots turn out in comparison to to film photo shoots. Yeah. And I, I think because maybe you have that a bit of pressure, you automatically perform better. Probably. Who knows? But I, I could imagine that. We'll see at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So today we have... I've, I've always kind of had the idea of doing something in the train station here, which is very close by. And I also thought as you're moving away soon, it might be kind of nice yeah. to have some pictures from, from Erfurt and from the train station. Um, we have a beautiful sunny day today, which is so nice after two weeks of yeah, freezing cold and snow. Yeah, winter. Yeah, it feels very much like spring now. So that's one idea. Um, and then also some kind of basic, just safe portraits you know just something simple and clean and kind of elegant um just kind of head and shoulder portraits and then kind of as the finale and just because i like to make things hard for myself some <laughs> nice um flash uh photography because using I, I, flash I, I with film is then another another level of yeah. uh craziness they say that film photographers try and find the most difficult way to make an image <laughs> But maybe then at the end, you eventually, they turn out really perfect. That's the hope. <laughs> That's also kind of the experiment for me because I, I really like the film images and I love the process. But often if I have the comparison between a digital image from a shoot and a film image from a shoot, I like the film image because there was so much work and so much process yeah. that went into it. But objectively, I think... The digital one's a bit better. Yeah. So I want to I want to see if that is just because I tend to shoot a lot more digital images and then a roll or two of film kind of in between. So I want to I want to really put the focus on the film images and mm. see what the results end up coming out. How the results end up coming out. I can't speak English either. So. <laughs> It's not just me. It's not just you. <laughs> That's really bad when I can't think of English words or phrases. Yeah. It's like... I also want to say that I really like film images because they look so old school. Mm. Like it's somehow these kind of old school pictures are so modern nowadays. Mm. Like, of course, people dress up as if they are still in the 80s. I love that, like that fashion and the style. And I, I feel like these pic all the pictures you sent me, they all have this... Ah, this old schoolish retro mm. feeling. One other, one other thing I wanted to talk about is what, what is, um, what is important for you when you're on a shoot to, like the atmosphere. What, what are things that that are really helpful for you as a model to um, open up, to feel, to feel comfortable, and to make good pictures and. 
definitely music. Mm-hmm. I love that because the first time I've been here to the studio or to the like tango room, um, yeah, I think you put on some music and I was like, oh, that's amazing. And then you asked me, hey, you want to listen to some Indian music maybe it's because we had like this Indian photo shoot mm-hmm. in the second half. And that really helped me to get more into the the role kind of mm-hmm. that, that, that you have as a model. And also trust in a way because the first time I have a photo shoot, I'm always like a bit nervous. I, I'm... How can I say? I I totally panic and I feel like okay, oh I don't I don't want to mess it up. But after like just um, finishing one shoot with the photographer, after that it's totally fine because I already have that kind of trust base. I know how it works and it's not that it's a familiar situation for me. Mm. Um, yeah, and I think probably also just the way you interact with the person. I mean, you get a feeling right if you have some sort of vibe mm. <laughs> with the other person or you don't. And according to that, um, yeah, it depends how the photo shoot works out. But music definitely helps me a lot. Mm. Cool. Yeah. Well, then let's go and take some pictures. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so this is just going to be a kind of a, a recap of what we actually did on the shoot. It was about five hours altogether. So one of my ideas was to go to the train station here in Erfurt. It's one of the things I've been wanting to do for quite a while with the model. Nobody seemed to mind or pay any attention to us while we were there taking shots. We tried to stay out of people's way and were wearing masks most of the time. She would just whip off her mask from time to time when I was taking a picture, so trying to keep everybody safe. Between the bright sun and the shadows cast by the pillars and that sort of thing, I think there was four or five stops of difference in exposure. So working with the light was a bit difficult, and I didn't want to have her casting really harsh shadows with her nose and that sort of thing. So I tried to place her in shadow and then take pictures of her um, using the light as background or backlighting her just to keep her face nice and evenly lit by the open shade. When we were done taking pictures outside, we headed back to the studio and took some flash portraits using just a gray backdrop. My idea was to kind of do a high contrast shot with a bright background and having her wear something dark. She was wearing kind of a black jumpsuit and really contrast the light of the background, the light of her skin with the black of her outfit. And we also had a big black hat that she was wearing to kind of give some shape to her head and kind of almost a a negative halo around her of dark light. We did that for a while, and then she changed outfits to kind of a 80s-looking striped pants and a white kind of silk top. She changed her hair a few times and changed her outfits, and we just kept shooting and seeing what would look good. Yeah, I thought we could record a bit what what our first impressions are of... uh, the shoot. The shoot, yeah. So <laughs> go ahead. What do you think? Uh, I think it was really difficult, but it was also a lot lot of fun. And I think, again, I learned a, a lot from you. And um, But yeah, like sometimes you just have to think so hard. Okay, how can I put my arm and how do I put my smile or my face and how does it look like? And I re- again, I realized that I couldn't be so spontaneous and so flexible mm. because, of course, it takes time to to measure or like the, measuring the light and... Uh, then again, check for the settings on the camera. And 
yeah, that that really took a lot of time, and I think also that's why we probably took five it took five hours. Mm. Uh, it it changes the flow somehow of the whole shoot. It yeah, it slows yeah. everything down. And also what what you said that um, it kind of I mean not really hinders your creativity, but like if you have a digital camera, you can just view the picture and then you have an idea how it looks like and then you can improve or you can change something. But as you do not have any imagination, like how could it look like? <laughs> it's it's kind of difficult to, to switch positions and yeah, have an idea, yeah, how it's going to look like in the end. What looks better? Yeah. You can't look at the back of the camera and say, okay, I like how this pose is, but we maybe change the arms or yeah. or move your feet somewhere else or just mix it up a bit. And I noticed that too, that we were... We were thinking about ideas and what would look nice. And yeah, there was kind of a reference missing. If you already shot one pose, I feel like you're not pretty sure should we do it once more? Mm. Because of course you do not know whether the first one already turned out well or not. Mm. So um, yeah, yeah, with digital you'd usually shoot 10 or 15 shots of one pose with yeah. you know, slight changes. And um, so we shot over 150 pictures. Yes. <laughs> which is a lot. I think it was uh, five, six, seven, eight rolls of film. I will look and count them. But uh, <laughs> it's quite a bit. And so I'm hoping that there will be some good ones. I'm so, so, so excited. But I think especially the second outfit, like with the hat and, and you know, like the, the entire attitude and then also using the analog camera, I, I really have high expectations that at least one picture is going to turn out uh, uh, well. You probably thought that I was tired or I was already like, yeah, okay, let's do this, whatever, just do it. <laughs> like Because he would always explain to me, okay, now we're going to shoot a couple of more black and whites mm. and then <laughs> we're going to shoot that. And I, I really like, I, I kind of still listened, but I was like, yeah, sure. Mm. I anyway don't have any idea. I just tried to do what a model <laughs> should do and that's it. Yeah. yeah. We were very patient. I appreciated that. That was very nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like my face always looks as if as if I'm really upset or as if I'm angry, but I'm really not. I'm just trying to focus and, and keep in mind what you said. So I'm just sitting here at my kitchen table and getting ready to load in some film into three developing tanks. And I thought I would just record what I did with the film while I'm loading into the bag and uh, loading it into the tanks. And so I've got my little list here. And I'm gonna start with a roll of Pan F in 120. And I've got triplex tanks. Those are the tanks that I like to use, or actually the only tanks that I have, so I use them. And these are the old East German tanks. They're super cheap and pretty old. They're this nice Bakelite. Okay, so I got my hands in the dark bag. I've got my developing tank and I've got my roll of 120 film. This is the Pan F. I'm just taking a little tape off of it here. So during the shoot, I ended up shooting eight rolls of film. I shot four, five rolls of 120 and three rolls of 35 millimeter. The three 35 millimeter rolls were FP4, double X, and uh, APX 100. And then the 120 film I shot was two rolls of Roly Super Pan 200, 
Then I shot a roll of Lomochrome Potsdam, and I shot a roll of Metropolis Color Film. Uh, I shot that at 100. So it's a few days after the shoot now, and I have just finished developing all the rolls of film. One mistake I did when I was developing was I accidentally opened one of the tanks after developing, uh, but before I had put the fixer in, I just pulled the lid off and uh, quickly realized it, slammed it closed, took a deep breath, and I decided to just try and fix it anyways. And uh, they came out pretty good from what I can tell. I I don't see any uh, damage from that light that fell on the film. So I seem to remember that uh, once film has been developed, it's much less light sensitive. Um, so that's really good to know. Um, I still wouldn't recommend it, but I was happy that I didn't lose that roll of film. I ended up developing the Rolly Super Pan, the Pan F, and the APX film in the FX39. I used HC-110 for the XX, the Lomochrome Potsdam, and the FP-4. Alright, so everything is developed and cut down, ready to go into the next step of contact printing, which I've actually never done before. Usually I use my digital camera to scan the images and then go through the computer and make my selections of what I want to print. But for this project, I thought it would be fun to take the extra step and make contact sheets. I don't have any special equipment for that. I've got a piece of glass that I got from a uh, kind of a frameless picture frame with clips and then my enlarger as light source. And my plan is just to lay the paper down, put some uh, film on top of it, glass on top of that, and then uh, use the enlarger to illuminate the paper. And we will see what happens when I come back with some results. That took a while, but the contact sheets are finished now. And I like the look of them. What can I say? Having the whole roll on one sheet of paper is really a nice way to get an idea of what images jump out at you. So I'm going to go through and determine which images I want to print large and which ones I want to print small and how many I want to do all together. And then I will start printing. But I think first of all, I'm going to take a break and go get some dinner. So I will catch up after all that. Last night I stayed up late and printed a bunch of images. I ended up doing seven different um, frames from the different rolls of film. It's kind of interesting looking at these images and thinking about how I would feel about them if they were digital. I guess for me, it's kind of like the comparison of when you're 
taking a bunch of digital pictures and you, you see one on the back of the camera that looks fantastic. And then later you get it into Lightroom or whatever. And, and then you're not so sure about it. And I think that's the phase I'm in right now. I'm not really sure about any of these images. Somehow I'm not super excited about them right at the moment. And I don't know. It's just, uh, I thought I wanted to, to say something about that because it's kind of a weird situation to be in. You, you're spending a lot of time and energy making these prints and that feeling of kind of uncertainty. What is too much? What is enough? What should I be doing differently? That comes up whether you're doing it digitally or analog. And I guess as I have a bit more experience doing the things digitally, I'm, I'm used to that feeling and I know to expect it. Just, uh, this kind of feeling in the analog process is new for me. And, uh, I've been thinking about it this morning as I've been printing and, and looking at the results. Um, why am I not more excited about these images? Because they're good. I like them. But that little flare of excitement, um, yeah. It's kind of on low burn at the moment. We'll see what happens when the, the prints are done. And I'm going to then pick a few to print bigger. And uh, bigger is always better. So we'll see if that kind of flares up again. And I really think um, what will get me excited then is when I get to show the prints to Jennifer and see her reaction. I'm looking forward to that. I think she'll be really pleased with them. All right, so I'm going to go keep printing and... Um, so far, I've just been printing on the small five by seven paper. And then from those prints, or maybe I'll get brave and print a different negative, but I think I'm going to select one of those negatives to enlarge bigger to the uh, nine and a half by 12 size. So we'll see how that goes. One thing that I wanted to ask you before you've seen the pictures is, do you have any expectations now? Or do you have a, mm. can you imagine what they might look like or anything? I mean, somehow like the ones with the head and like the kind of um, Paris moody uh, pictures, I, I really have like, I have some sort of expectations that it looks elegant and uh, along with the, the analog um, touch to it. Yeah, somehow. But I think that's like, these are like the, the only scene of pictures that I have expectations for. I think not really for the others. I can't really imagine how they look like. Like, okay. not at all. Okay. <laughs> you ready? Oh, God. <laughs> Let's start with these. So these are the contact sheets. Well, I really like the ones on the stairs. Mm. I love the, the shadow and, and the lighting. Oh God, it's like so interesting because you have literally no idea how it's going to look like. Mm. Wow, the ones with the with the high heel, like high heels. Mm. Oh my God, I like this one. Mm. Like with some attitude. <laughs> yeah. Wow, this picture looks like as if I'm so lost, but I, I really like it, the mood of, of the picture yeah i like that one too <laughs> <laughs> oh my god these are fun 
Well, but I really like them. Ooh, I'm happy. Good. That's good. All right. So, we can take a look here. Oh my God. They're getting bigger. This is like the perfect picture you can put in the frame and gift it to your dad and mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So. Oh God. Oh my God. There's so many. Yeah. I, I was busy. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, How much do I have to pay you? <laughs> wow. This one looks great. I think it's just not, um, how do you say, sharp. It's not uh, sharp. It's not in focus. So sharp, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I focused really beautifully on your collar here. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but the frame is nice. Mm -hmm. Oh, attitude. Oh, yeah. I like this one. Yeah. <laughs> that one's really nice. And you can do a lot of um, manipulation in the dark room, like... You can kind of see the difference here. I, I put a little shade on your face while it was going, so it lightens up the face a bit. Isn't it crazy how all like the digital tools just replace all of this hard work? Mm. Like it, that's incredible. I mean, how like how time saving it is nowadays. To I mean, maybe I'm not sure because I think so. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but they, they still have the same names too. So like dodging and burning are the same mm. names in Photoshop as they are in the darkroom. I like this one. That's the, I think that's just the one I showed you and I said that has some sort of mood. Mm -hmm. That's a nice one. I think that's one of my favorites, that one. God, I sound like so arrogant. Oh, I like this one and this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's cute, yeah. <laughs> but I'm really surprised that you can literally still, still see each and every... Um, spot on my face like even my wrinkles <laughs> <laughs> are you kidding me <laughs> they keep getting bigger oh my god wow wow i really really like i'm, I'm pretty sure like this is a fixed picture my dad would literally put it just into his living room and <laughs> put it in the frame not bad, not bad. <laughs> oh yeah, he like you also did something with the light, right? That's the same picture, isn't mm, it? Yeah. 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 Wow. But I think it really turned out better than like than what I thought because I really had a good feeling about, as I said, the ones with the head. But about these, I had literally no idea hmm. how it's gonna turn out. And if you can't see yourself, you have no idea how you how your facial impressions look like or your postures look like. I also found it interesting because I, I thought the kind of the fashion pictures with the hat were the ones that I could imagine the best. Mm. Um, also, before we went into it, I thought, okay, it's a really clear idea, kind of a simple, clean look. <laughs> it's turned out to be the hardest. And, yeah. um, and the ones just walking around in the park, I liked them more They're than more I thought natural. I was going to. Yeah. Yeah. It was really hard for me to decide which ones to print bigger. I can't imagine that. <laughs> Normally, I just blow them up on the screen, and then I think, like, hmm, does that look good or not? And here I was like, do I print that one or not? Yeah. And how big? And it's so interesting, like, to see what people find aesthetically pleasing or, like, beautiful, you know, like, how different um, people view themselves also. Like, sometimes I feel like I really hate a couple, some pictures of mine and then photo photographers are like, no, this is so beautiful and this is so natural. I feel like, no. <laughs> and then, yeah, but I think like the ones you printed, I think I agreed on, on most of them. 
Well, that's good. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> so how many hours did you spend, like, literally, um, how do you say? Oh, God, what happens to my English whenever <laughs> I have to speak if there's a microphone? Like, not, I want to say editing, but um, not building the pictures, but like... Printing. Yeah, yeah not printing, but also entwickeln. Developing. 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 Oh, developing. my God, yeah. Um, so the developing I did in two sessions mm. i did four rolls the first time and three rolls the second time mm. and that takes um all together like an hour and a half um so i did that on friday and then saturday and sunday i did most of the printing and it was probably like 12 hours or something of printing um, that's a long time yeah, though <laughs> it is it is a long time oh and i did the contact prints as well that took a while Yeah, and then uh, last night I printed four more pictures, and that took a couple hours. <laughs> well, I'm really overwhelmed. <laughs> As you didn't really have any expectations, the the second part is what? How does these live up to your expectations? <laughs> well, mm -hmm. um, I mean, I don't know what I, what I can say, but I'm I'm just I'm I'm satisfied with with the outcome um but of course i'm a really self-critical person so i also see where i could have performed better but overall i think i just like the vibe of the pictures i don't know i, I i'm so much into this retro stuff and um yeah and like i even feel just the contact sheet itself looks so cool like mm. even if they're not really printed out like in like the in the bigger picture but i like that looks so cool so yeah i think i'm happy That's good. I'm very glad to hear it. I'm happy too. I'm, <laughs> I'm really happy with it. And um, one of the questions was also what what makes the pictures different from digital images. So that kind of can you can you define it or what what are your impressions that? Well, that's a good one. Really difficult to say, to be honest, because. I'm not really sure if I would show this picture to my dad or what, if I would always mention my dad, just to some other random person. I don't, I'm not really sure if they could figure out that this has been taken with an analog camera. I don't think so. I think the difference is just comes along with the editing, right? Which can't really be done. So I think in some pictures which are over lighted, I don't know if you can say that, but which got too much light, you mm. can see that there is a difference, of course, to digital pictures. That was your question, right? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just just kind of the whole feel of what, what makes... Because you say they look different, but what is it that makes them look different? That's so difficult to describe. Maybe it's even just knowing that it was not a digital camera that makes it so retro and old school. <laughs> mm. Well, there is some dust. I, I extra left some dust yeah. on some of the pictures <laughs> for you, you know, so yeah. you can... Yeah, really good question. Can't, can't really... I mean, there isn't like one significant thing that you, you mentioned that like, okay, that is what makes it so different from digital prints. Hmm. But I'm just surprised that you can see each and every wrinkle. <laughs> and I would have not expected that for some reason. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think there there's, is a, there's a couple of differences for me. The, the main difference is using the equipment. So it's actually yeah. the process of using oh, it, yeah. the cameras that I really enjoy. Um, in the images themselves, you can maybe make a digital image look like these. You know, if you, if you do the right kind of processing in Photoshop, you could make a digital image look pretty close. Um, 
But yeah, I actually also want to mention the process, but then I thought it's just like about the, the final product. Mm. But yeah, definitely the process is totally different. Uh, much more time consuming. <laughs> but also fun. I mean, like, I think it's more of a surprise at the end, probably. I mean, more for you because you were the one developing it. But yeah. because you have literally no idea how it's going to look like. And then it's just like a little surprise. And then you're happy if it turned out well. <laughs> I mean, a couple of them at least. Yeah. No, I'm definitely happy. And I don't think that I... I don't think that from this shoot there are less images that I'm happy with in the end than there would have been if I had done a thousand digital images. Mm. You know, I think I printed 15 images or something and probably for a digital shoot we would have shot a thousand images in that time. Yeah. And we probably also would have picked 15 images or something. That's, that's true, yeah. So I think that kind of from the from the numbers it's similar and... Maybe in digital we would have shot this frame 12 times and then True. picked the one with this slightly nuanced expression or something that we liked better. That's true. And here we have the one. And you either like it or you don't, but it's kind of like, <laughs> yeah. that's what we got. Take it or leave it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. But I think that's, that's what I also said in the beginning, that if you have a analog photo shoot, you just really focus much more on what you're doing. Mm. I think from, from both sides. And if you have a digital photo shoot, you can just, you're super free. Like you, you don't always, I don't want to say that you don't always focus, but you're just more flexible. Mm. But also maybe, yeah, as you said, like you keep on clicking couple of pictures of the same posture, which is just going to take much more time. And you're going to have much more pictures to choose from. Mm. And eventually you just end up taking the first one that you mm. took. Would you do it again? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Just like also just the process of waiting for the pictures and also seeing them like printed out. It's um, it's it's different. And I also like, I keep on saying vibe, but I just like the mood of the pictures. Mm. It's yeah, like more like back in time. Mm. And I also like like the 80s look. And I think that really goes well along with the with the film images. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, kind of the the style also fits well with these. They could be from 30 years ago, 40 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Um would you have liked to have seen the contact sheets first before I decided which ones to print? Yes. Yes. <laughs> You would have picked a few different ones. I think, um, but as I said, I think most of the pictures I would have definitely agreed on. Like, even when you just showed me the, f the first sheets, I was like, I like this one, that one. And then when you showed me the other ones, I'm like, oh, that was just the one are. that I just mentioned. Yeah. yeah. But I would have definitely chosen more from, from, from this um, section. Yeah. Hmm. I feel that I usually like totally different pictures than the photographer. Hmm. I don't know. Like, there was a coincidence that the ones you picked that were also the ones I liked, but sometimes it's more like that, yeah, that they like other pictures that I would not, and then I'm, I'm, I'm much, not upset, but then I feel like I, I, like, my memory, I can remember I had this posture, and I, I thought that's gonna be a good picture, and I can't find it, hmm. so, like... I also, I also have that experience, and I had that here when I was developing them um, in the dark room. I have this experience often when we're doing a digital shoot and we're looking through the pictures on the back of the camera and you go, oh, that one, that one's yeah, amazing. Yeah. And then at the end of the shoot, you're like, I can't find, find it, it again. <laughs> Where, which one was that? We really liked it. And it was kind of with this pose and you go yeah. through all your pictures. And 
sometimes I even mark them in the camera and then I know, okay, that was the one. But often it's like, then you look at the whole spread of the pictures like, it's not so great. Or then you're unsure because you think the other on ones. the on that day it was amazing. Yeah. And then you look at the other comparison, you're like, now I don't know. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. <laughs> and I had I had this moment, I think, on, on the Sunday when I was printing again. I was like, I don't know if I'm picking good ones or not. I they all look nice <laughs> and I hate them all, all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think what makes it easy, like at least for me, is that if I get a collection I can choose from and then maybe after some days I get sent the same like um, reduced collection again so I can mm. choose from this collection once more mm -hmm. and that makes it easier because then I can be like yeah okay this one is nice and all of them are beautiful but this one is a bit better than the other mm. one so so you have all these pictures now these are for you what yeah are you sure yeah 100% sure I'm sure yeah Oh my god, like you know that you just saved my life for the next years. I can gift this to you. <laughs> <laughs> I have birthday pre I mean birthday presents, Christmas presents, Valentine's presents. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. that was going to be the next question is what are you going to do with them now? So Definitely, definitely I want to open kind of like I mean a portfolio probably and definitely put the the definitely definitely <laughs> um put the bigger ones um into my collection. I think that's something you can I don't know if I can say proud of, but I'm pretty sure that like in five or ten years, I'm going to look back and open this portfolio and be like, that was the photo shoot with John Michael. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, that's just, yeah, nice for, for your memories. But also maybe if I get into acting one day, who knows, I could definitely use that if, I can, mm. if I'm allowed to. <laughs> yeah, of course. And yeah, I think I would really love to gift probably some to my family. Oh my god, it's like you printed so much and you invested so much time and I feel so mm. so bad. <laughs> no, it's okay. I still have the negatives. So yeah. I can I can print more if I wanted to. <laughs> you <laughs> can a, sell them. Yeah. Uh, I think we talked about it before too, but why why were you interested in in taking part in this crazy experiment? <laughs> well, first of all, because I like standing in front of the camera mm. and it's always a practice for me too. But yeah, um, besides that, um, well, I was really interested in doing the podcast. I love talking. I'm a very talkative person. <laughs> and um, yeah, and secondly, it's it's just a new experience to try something new. And I, I love the images you sent me, like the ideas. And um, I like immediately I just had an idea. Okay, I can take this shirt and I can take that coat and, and I can kind of visualize the, the situation or how it could look like. Um yeah, and I've never done an analog photo shoot. Like, just a few pictures here and there along with you, but not, like, a full entire analog photo shoot. And it kind of transfers you back in time. Like, just imagine how models have worked, like, a couple of years ago. Hmm. And... Is there anything else you want to know or talk about or... Yes, feedback. How, how was the experience for you? Do you think it was exhausting? Um, for me, it's always a mix of dealing with my kind of technical side yeah, and, you know, dealing with all that being sure that I'm not messing up anything from that end. And I really don't want to be focused on that. I would love for that to just happen automatically and be able to trust that that's going to work. <laughs> and that's, and that's a really nice thing with digital is then I can take pictures and I can look quickly and see, okay, um, 
it's in focus more or less, it's the right uh, exposure and that sort of thing. And I didn't make any stupid mistakes yeah. uh, with my with my settings or anything. So it's easier for me to forget about the technology and focus on the interaction with you with the digital camera. Yeah. Um, with the with the analog camera, I had to spend more of my my attention. I had to focus a bit more on the the technical side and double checking that the light is correct and that I put I the right setting to on the camera. I just wanted to mention that lightning was measuring me, measuring yeah. the light. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I still screwed it up a few times. So, <laughs> what can you do? What about like the the flow? Flow. Yeah, when when. When I'm doing a digital shoot and we kind of, you get a bit more flexible with moving and I take pictures and there's kind of this, it's almost like a dance of moving and oh, yeah, 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 and yeah. getting into the flow of that. And here it, it's a bit more interrupted. Yeah, I 100% agree. It's like, it just stops you in between every time again, because as I said, you have to measure the light, you have to, I don't know, like maybe change the film in between because it's no. over and all of that takes time. And I think I also told you while we were shooting that I can't be so flexible. Like, I feel like, not like a robot, but I really have to think so hard what I'm going to do next. So I don't want to waste more pictures. Mm. And um, you you don't really click things sp spontaneously. You always plan, mm. I think, most of the pictures at least. So um, that takes away the, yeah, the flow a, a bit, mm. I would say. Sorry, I mean, today is Germany's next top model, like at um, 8.15 it starts and... Of course, I keep on watching that series year after year, and I've never seen an analog photo shoot on the series, mm. never. And for some reason, I feel like everyone who would like who would likes to get into modeling should have tried this at least once. Mm. I think that's that's a, a really interesting experience you can learn from, and yeah, more practice also on on your postures and everything, mm. and then use that for becoming better. I don't know. And I th I have a last question maybe for you, or one more question for you. Mm. Um, do you prefer digital or analog photo shootings more? <laughs> mm. That's a really good question. I've been thinking about it a lot. And as I said, I really enjoy using the, the analog technology. So I really like using the old cameras. I really like the feel and the tactile nature of doing everything by hand. Um, I'm still not convinced if the images at the end are different or better mm. with either one. At the end of the day, I don't know if I prefer one or the other. So it's it's hard. It's hard. But just um, concerning the, the progress or the, the process, not progress, mm. process. Like, because you, you also said that the flow was kind of... Um, interrupted mm. so would you flow wise prefer digital or analog photo shoots I think um, I think <laughs> what I usually do is a good compromise that's you know shooting mostly digital yeah. and then you you go through kind of a scene you get it working you like what you're doing you have some digital images that are good and then you can shoot a roll of film or shoot a few frames and kind of have the best of both worlds. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that, I think, is a good mix. And that's probably what I'll continue doing. Also, just because it's a bit cheaper then, too, if you're not shooting yeah. as much film. Um, 
And the other thing is, is that I'm a perfectionist, so I Welcome like... Welcome to my life. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like the kind of hybrid workflow of doing film images and then scanning them, because mm. then I can, I can get rid of the dust. And <laughs> so the little dust specks are gone, and, um, you know, or just very easily make some, some corrections that are possible in the dark room, but... I don't have the skills to do that or it's too difficult to do it consistently. So, mm. um, so that's kind of my, I think the, the end result is objectively better if you at least did the hybrid workflow of scanning and, and retouching some of the pictures and, um, is that as authentic or as pure? I don't know, but I don't really care. Um, <laughs> I, I like both processes. So um, I like being able to to help make the image as best as it possibly can be mm. with whatever tools are available. Just because my darkroom skills aren't up to par, then I use Photoshop. And even if I could do it in the dark room then maybe it would just say you know okay i can spend 12 hours in the dark room doing this or i can do it in 30 seconds with photoshop then sure, yeah. i'll do it on the computer so i'm not i'm not convinced either way i think i'll go i'll continue shooting both digital and film um because i like both that's a beautiful um statement to <laughs> sum it up. yeah yeah where can people go to find you and follow you and join your throngs of followers? Yay! <laughs> so you guys can follow me on Instagram and my name is Jenny G Germany or on YouTube Jenny G. Just very simple. Well, cool. Well, thanks again for coming along and... Thank you for shooting and um, preparing everything and organizing everything and printing and working for hours and days and nights and I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it was fun. I really enjoyed it. And it was a wonderful experiment for me to, to try it. I wanted to just try the whole analog process from start to finish and see, see how I felt about it at the end. So here's kind of a little rundown of what I ended up spending on this little experiment. I shot eight rolls of film, and I actually wasted one when I was trying to load it into the Hasselblad. It uh, came unspooled and got ruined, so I counted that one as well. So for film itself, I spent a little over 60 euros for the eight rolls of film. I'm really lucky. I've got a lab here that will develop C41. So the role of Metropolis was developed there. That cost me three euros and 55 cents. I scanned all the images myself using my DSLR to scan them. So I didn't have to pay any extra for scanning or processing. And for the photo paper, for the prints I ended up actually keeping or giving to Jennifer, I spent about 22 euros for the photo paper and a little bit more for the chemicals and that sort of thing, but that's pretty minor. So altogether, it cost me around 100 euros, maybe a little bit less, and that produced uh, around 130 images that we could pick from. So just to kind of wrap up this whole experiment. Um, would I do it again? Yeah, I think so. 
Um, maybe not for every shoot. I think as far as the time required, um, if you're going to go the full way of printing the pictures in the dark room, then I think that kind of balances out the time of post-processing or culling through your digital images. So again, I think that's about even. If you're just scanning, or in my case using a DSLR to photograph the negatives, then I think it's a bit quicker to scan, import, and sort through the pictures just because you have less of them to deal with. One of the nicest new things for me was doing the contact sheets, and I was really taken by having the whole roll kind of in my hand on that one sheet. So I think that might be something that I'll do in the future, regardless if I'm going to print them in the dark room or not. Overall, I think that we got some really nice images from the shoot, and I'm quite happy with the results. I think that we spent a bit more time on each shot, and maybe there would have been a few more situations if I had been shooting digitally, where I would have just taken five or six frames instead of one. And would we have maybe gotten a few quote-unquote better images if I had taken a thousand? Probably. But, you know, I'm really happy with the images that we got, so I don't mind that we might have missed that one out of a thousand shot that would have been a little bit better. These uh, images that we have are great, and I'm really happy with them. If you would like to see the images that we've been talking about, you can check out my website. There will be a link in the show notes. It is jmm-photos.com. Go ahead and check out Jennifer's links as well. Her Instagram and YouTube channel will also be in the show notes. And I also want to thank Sunny16 for giving me the opportunity to share this with everybody. And of course, the music is from Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. That's it from me. I hope you enjoyed it. Bye-bye.